following is my conversation with Boris Hoffman about the business of Khan. Enjoy. This podcast is supported by Pentagrill Dis, the most decadent and luxurious flavored coffee in the galaxy. Enjoy a steaming cup of rich Java with every episode, with every episode. Let Pantagruel just show you a good time. Hi, Boris. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Of course, no problem at all. So let's start with the basics. What is Kana and what does it do? Kana is a Japanese syllabary, and it's used to write the phonetic characters of the language. It's important because it allows Japanese speakers to read and write Japanese without having to learn thousands of kanji characters. So what is a kanji character? A kanji character is a symbol that represents a sound in Japanese. Uh, for example, the character for tree is written with two kanji characters. Yuke mm -hmm. meaning tree and tori meaning to cut. So how do you learn to write kanji characters? By learning the pronunciations of the sounds that they represent. For example, the word for tree in Japanese is pronounced as yuru. Mm. So when you learn to write the kanji for tree, you also need to learn how to write the kanji for yuru. Okay, so that makes sense. But how can you be sure that you're pronouncing the sound correctly that's a great question. There are a few ways that you can be sure that you're pronouncing the sound correctly. Mm -hmm. One way is to listen to people speak Japanese and copy what they say. Another way is to look up the pronunciations of the sounds in a dictionary. Mm -hmm. And finally, you can also practice writing the characters phonetically by writing them out one by one and then trying to pronounce them aloud. That all sounds pretty daunting. Is there any way that I can try doing some of this myself? Definitely. There are plenty of resources out there that will help you learn how to write and pronounce Japanese characters correctly. You could try websites like JuPreprep or JapaneseEasy.com. Alternatively, you could get a Japanese textbook or DVD set and start learning from there. That sounds like a great option. So tell me, what's your favorite thing about Kana? My favorite thing about Kana is the fact that it allows Japanese speakers to read and write Japanese without having to learn thousands of kanji characters. It's much more efficient than using Roman characters to write the language. That makes sense. And what do you think are the benefits of using kana instead of kanji? There are a few benefits to using kana instead of kanji. First of all, it's much easier to learn because there are only a few hundred characters compared to tens of thousands of kanji characters. Secondly, kanji can be difficult to remember and use when you're trying to spell different words, while kana always looks similar to the Japanese word that it represents. And lastly, kanji can be used for formal writing situations, while kana is usually used for everyday writing. That all makes sense. So tell me, what do you think are the biggest challenges that businesses face when it comes to using Kina? The biggest challenges that businesses face when it comes to using Kana are twofold. Firstly, they need to make sure that their employees are able to write and read the language correctly. Secondly, they need to make sure that their documents are written in Kana so that they're legible to Japanese readers. That sounds like a pretty big challenge. Is there anything that you would suggest that businesses do in order to overcome these challenges? One thing that businesses can do is provide training for their employees so that they're able to learn how to use Kana properly. They can also make sure that their documents are written in Kana so that they're easy for Japanese readers to understand. And finally, they can partner with companies that specialize in translating documents into and from Japanese into other languages. That all makes sense. So tell me, have you ever had any experiences or encounters with businesses who have failed at using Kana? Yes, I've definitely had experiences and encounters with businesses who failed at using Kana. In my experience, these businesses typically struggle with two key issues, pronouncing the sounds represented by the characters correctly and ensuring that their documents are written in a way that's easy for Japanese readers to understand. That sounds like it could be really problematic. Is there anything else that you would like to share? No problem at all. I just wanted to share my thoughts on the topic with you so that you can have a better understanding of how important Kana is for Japanese speakers and how businesses can use it to their advantage. Thanks for listening.
Thanks for listening to the, the Boris Softman and the Business of Kana episode of Lexman Artificial Podcast. In this episode, Owen and Boris chat about their love for brimming gutters and practicing their kanji. They also chat about the importance of gutters, coleus, and monopolization in Owen's day compared to Boris's. If you're someone who loves to learn about Japanese language and culture, then you um, UST listen to this episode. I'll end this episode with a poem titled The Importance of Guttering. The importance of gutters yeah. can't be understated for a roof and walls without them. Wouldn't be able to keep out the rain. Mm -hmm. And what good would that be? Mm -hmm. And what good would that be? Just ask any homeowner who's ever had to live with a flooded room.